Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I am Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Today, we have a recording and a special guest, Katerina from Ego Thriver, here with us today. This is in this podcast, we are actually doing a live recording. This is from one of our most recent webinars and demonstrations where Katerina gave us a great tour of her kitchen and all of the non toxic products she uses. Some great advice and how we can start making simple changes in our kitchen to live a more eco friendly life. Welcome to the conversation. here and this is something I'm very passionate about so I always welcome the opportunity to connect with other women and especially other cancer survivors. So a little bit about me, I was diagnosed with breast cancer 10 years ago. I was 32 years old. My daughter was four months, my son was two and a half and um, my mother had passed away from breast cancer when she was 48. So breast cancer always was a little bit part of my life. Um, as I say, I kind of thought I would get it, but I just never knew it would be so young. Um, when I was diagnosed, my goal was to just have my children know who I was because they were so young. So I threw myself, and I'll be honest, it was in an anxiety-ridden state, but I threw myself into learning whatever I could to keep myself healthy um, to keep the cancer from coming back. I know there's only so much you can control, but I was determined to control what I could. And for me, that was the way I ate and what I put on my skin and the cleaning products I used. And to be honest, cleaning products came a little bit later because I found it so daunting to find recipes and try them. And I was reading labels, but everything seemed so greenwashed. I didn't know what to believe. Um, and I didn't know what worked. And I wasn't ready to just start dumping a lot of money into products that didn't work at the time as well. Um, but once I found green cleaning and did take the plunge into recipes, I am just so grateful that, um, that I did. Um, so my, uh, the business side of EcoThriver, I help women and families just make greener choices. And go less toxic. And it looks different for different people. So I just follow where people are and bring them even just one step closer to choosing healthy, um, whether it be beauty products or food products, pantries, um, you know, makeup, whatever it may be. And I do that. Um, now I'm doing it virtually. I used to go to houses and do like a one hour consult and we would just walk through the house. Um, but now I do it virtually and uh, some of these classes as well. I also have a nonprofit that is right now local to North Carolina, which we started a year ago, and that is Healing Minds Respite. And we grant women with cancer a respite in the form of a half-day spa event or a two-night um, spa hotel respite. That is obviously cold for now, so we are just connecting virtually with that community as well. Uh, I don't know if anyone's been to Mary's by the Sea in New Jersey or has heard of it. Uh, but that's another great organization. And I stayed there years ago when I was living in New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey, and we relocated to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, about eight years ago. 
So this February, I celebrated 10 years and we had a great fundraiser for Healing Minds. And uh, I, in the beginning, really, I was determined to change my story, um, which led me down a path of choosing greener because my mom died. I have, a bra- I have the BRCA gene. My mother's mother died young. My grandmother, my, my great-grandmother, my mother's first cousin. So we had this strong family history where no woman really lived past the age of really 60 or 55. Um, and so I was determined to change the story for myself and my children. And here I am. So I'm very happy uh, to be with all of you today and share this space. And I will go through sort of a beginner of why you want to choose green in your kitchen, just some simple things that you can do. I do not believe in spending a lot of money in order to make greener choices. And that's my issue with a lot of the beauty companies right now is because I feel like their makeup is very expensive and natural cleaning products can be very expensive and there's no need. So I have a more back to basics approach and it's cheaper. So that's always a benefit, especially now. Um, And with COVID in mind, um, I'm also chemically sensitive. So it's another reason that we really pay attention to everything we bring in our house. And I know people um, being very careful with COVID are cleaning more. And for some, that means Lysol and more bleach. But there are other things you can do that are healthier options to kill germs, to clean surfaces, um, and to just be a little bit more mindful about what you're bringing in the house. Um, so just I'll just go into a little introduction about going green, and then I can talk about a green cleaning arsenal and then how to make some products as well. Um, before I do that, actually, maybe I can just show you some things in my kitchen choices we made to sort of push out in order to green our kitchen and make sure that we weren't exposing ourselves to toxins. And one of the first things we did is we got rid of all of our Teflon and nonstick pans. And I know that's hard for some people to just get rid of things, but if you're going to get rid of anything, it should be your Teflon pan in your kitchen. Um, And so what we did is we switched to cast iron I do have a couple of stainless steel items, um, but this, this pan, and I don't know if any of you cook in cast iron, but this is actually a Le Creuset, but the, uh, the cheaper version is Lodge. And Lodge, for $20, you can get a really nice cast iron pan. They are a little bit heavier, so if you're recovering from surgery, you may want to uh, definitely pay attention to that. You can also get a smaller size. So the, this, this is one of my favorite pans and this is a lodge and it's a skillet pan and this is our egg and morning pan and you just really put olive oil on it and you put it in the oven and then it really does come close to nonstick. Um, so this is much healthier and you can actually get some extra iron in your food which is good as well um, so that's number one if you can ditch the teflon pans um, the other thing is with food storage is to go with glass as an option, so we use, for all of our leftovers and food preparation, um, I have this snapware, and it does have a plastic cover, but it, um, it lasts, so especially for heating, hot foods, and refrigerator storage, it's, it's a good option, and then 
if, if you shop in Costco, they have these in bulk and it's actually, or even Target, they have really great deals on them and you can get sets for like $20. Um, and yeah, so this is something else that we did uh, right away. I grew up, you know, using palm olive green dish soap. Um, and one, what I use now is called Ecover. This brand I really like. They also make a really wonderful dishwasher detergent and everything I use is unscented. And that is because fragrance, the late, just fragrance can have hundreds of chemicals in it. So that's a great place to start too with reading labels is if it has fragrance, just move on. Um, it's, an, it's an easy way to kind of limit things. And so what I do is I have this glass bottle by my sink and I fill it up with like this much dish soap and then the rest water and then I spray my dishes. So it's easier to clean. We're using less soap and it's just a win-win and the kids have more fun with it actually when they're doing dishes, which they've been doing more of since we've all been home together. I do recommend this brand, Ecover, um, and these glass bottles you can get on Amazon. And you could also get them in bulk on some of the other sites as well. Um, so while I'm talking about soap, here's another cost saver. Um, and these you can get on Amazon in both plastic and in glass. And it's a foaming um, soap dispenser. So why this is great is a, it's reusable and it's glass, so you're not just tossing those, you know, those soap pump bottles. And what I do with this is one of, this is one of my favorite products. And this is Dr. Bronner's Castile Soap. And this big bottle, it costs about $16, but you can sometimes find them on the big bottle on sale for 10. But I use this for my laundry detergent. Um, and we use this to wash the dog. We, this is for our all-purpose cleaner. This we use in, in most of our cleaning, um, our cleaning items. So in a foaming um, dispenser, all you put is like that much of the soap in and the rest is water. So it really does save you money as well. And I don't know if any of you deal with dry hands, um, eczema on your hands or burning in the winter. If you're using hand sanitizer right now, you're probably dealing with that as well. So, um, and I use the unscented as well. So this is a great way to combat um, hand sanitizer hands right now. Um, because it's much more gentle. And this also comes in a bar soap, which I use um, in the shower, Dr. Bronner's. There are other brands of Castile soap. There's another brand called Kirk's, um, which is a little bit less expensive. Um, and I, I just stock up when these things are on sale. So sometimes they go down to like 250 a bar and then I just stock up. So that's sort of my way of, of doing that. Um, but Kirk's is another as well. And for the homemade laundry detergent, if you're using a powder versus a liquid, these are what I use. And then these get graded for the laundry detergent. So they really all they really are all purpose and they a little bit goes a long way, especially with um, with the Dr. Bronner soap. And um, there's a whole list of other other things you can you know, use it for as well. You can also put a little bit in um, in your, you know, to clean your floors if you wanted a little bit of soap. Is that a Dr. Bronner's that you have? 
So yeah, I was looking at the label as well because I use Dr. Broner's soap. I actually like the lavender uh, scent. Now that I'm thinking about that, I hope that that fragrance is okay. I got to check. But just looking at the side of the bottle, it looks like there's 18 different uses for this particular uh, Dr. Broner's soap. So it's very versatile. And I think they use essential oils. I don't think they, they use fragrance. So they just use some essential oils. So if you do want that smell as well, um, and you know, I grew up thinking that Pledge and Windex and Tide smelled clean. So there was a little bit of unconditioning for my brain as it switched to unscented is actually clean. Um, and, you know, maybe with like a hint of lavender or a hint of lemon with essential oils. So um, vinegar as well, some people need to get used to. But um, for me, when my house smells like vinegar, my house smells clean. So it's almost <laughs> retraining your brain to recognize that um, as clean. And I use vinegar a lot, and I'll get into that in a moment, but something else um, you can do if you don't, I know some people just really don't like the smell of vinegar. So when it's citrus season, this winter we ate a lot of oranges, um, especially with COVID. Um, so whenever I could find organic oranges, we just had a ton of them. And so you can take the peels and then put them in any jar. This is a mason jar, but you can use any of your, your um, recyclable jars. And then you just soak the orange peels with vinegar and then you let it sit about a couple of a couple of weeks in like a bottom dark cabinet and then you have vinegar that smells like orange oil because the vinegar takes the oils out um, and this is really great for cleaning too because you have the vinegar but then you also have a little bit of that orange oil that does help um, clean and and break up grease as well so and again very cheap so I get the big bottle of vinegar from Costco, um, and I think, depending on where you go, prices can actually be high on vinegar, but um, I think this is like 3 or $4 in Costco for this really big bottle. So when I go, I just stock up and then, um, and then use that to clean. Um, so why should you use natural cleaners? Um, popular store-bought cleaners contain a lot of chemicals that can poison our bodies, and then we can pick them up from surfaces. And also as they wash through our water systems, they wind up polluting the environment and affecting insects and wildlife. So it isn't just us. It, these, these chemicals actually don't really break down, and then they do transfer out into the forests and streams, um, wherever, your water, wherever your water may go. Um, so it is... It is, it is important to look at. And I think especially during COVID as we're, we're trying to really focus on our health and keeping our immune systems up, if your body is fighting, fighting a way to break down these chemicals, your body isn't fighting viruses. So it's sort of like it lessens the load on your body. Um, so our bodies can do what they're supposed to do. And that's, you know, fight cancer, fight viruses, fight bacteria, whatever it may be. So the other thing is that indoor air can be up to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And that's because of a lot of the fragrances we're using. So if you're using any plug-in like, um, plug like fragrances or anything like that, I know they may smell nice, but they're actually adding a lot of chemicals into your home. And that affects your lungs, it increases asthma, allergies in children. And the same goes for scented laundry detergent. Um, it, it increases um, it increases the toxic load, really, um, and it can cause allergies. 
There's been studies as well that it can have um, some impact on fertility um, and you know affect thyroid levels. So the science is there. Um, I am not a scientist. I don't pretend to be. Um, but if any of you want to delve in further, the science is definitely there. Um, and of course, children and anyone who's immunocompromised, anyone dealing with cancer is more at risk um, than, than other people um, would be. So I have a list of chemicals to avoid, and I can send that out. I apologize for not getting it out before it was my goal to get it out before this class. Um, but I can send you a list of some of the things you want to avoid if you want to look through your cleaners. Um, as far as store-bought options, I really like I really like Ecover. Seventh generation, most of their stuff is good. A lot of people have moved over to Mrs. Myers, but they have a lot of fragrance in it, so I do not recommend them. And I think they're expensive, and they tout themselves as green, but they're not. So the other issue is something called greenwashing. And a company, you know, on the bottle, it says fresh and natural, or, you know, green, whatever it may be, but they're really not. So it really is important to read labels. I know when I started this wellness journey, I would be gone in the supermarket for like two hours and my husband would be like, where were you? And I'm like, literally just the supermarket reading, reading labels. Um, but then it got a lot, a lot easier. So, and now what I do with, with um, women is I just sort of use my information. So, you know, there are researchers and then there's people who just want to be told what to buy, what to buy. Um, so I help those, I help either with resources or with just telling people what to buy. And a great site is Women's Voices for the Earth. Uh, they are a nonprofit and they really put out some great information. Also EWG, is anyone familiar with EWG, Environmental Working Group? They have some really great resources. They have great information out there. They have an app where you can put in your product and it'll rate it from one to five. So I really suggest that as well. And that's from cleaning products to cosmetics, um, whatever, any household items, which I think is, um, is really great. How do you clean a cast iron pan? Uh, salt and water. So I, I let it, I put a little bit of water in sometimes if it's stuck and I'll just let the water boil. And then when it's dry, I just take salt with a paper towel or a cloth rag and then wipe wipe it all out. So part of the green cleaning arsenal is um, cheap kosher salt. So that way I just take a scoop and then I can put a little bit in the pan and then wipe it out. It works as an abrasive. So salt is really great as a scrubber. You said that when you use those soap cleaners, it's supposed to the one that Laura got, you buy it unscented. Do you have an aversion to using essential oils to change the, the fragrances? Is that just, I, just a personal aversion? It's not that it's better or worse. It's personal. Some people are more sensitive than others. If you're going to use some essential oils, um, especially if you're putting it in like vinegar, do it right before you're going to be cleaning. Otherwise, it sort of just falls apart and breaks apart. So you don't want to store something with the essential oil in it um, unless it's more of a dry, unless it's more of a dry product. So carpet cleaner, um, this is baking soda and it's just a mason jar and you can get these tops that have holes. I don't know. Um, so what I, for the baking soda, I do have a little bit of um, lavender in here. So I just do baking soda. I do some drops of lavender, shake it up, 
and then put it on the carpet, let it sit in and vacuum it up. Yeah, we have hardwood floors, but we have some throw rugs and I have a dog. So when I need to do pet stains, this is what I use. What I love about your approach is like, you know, sometimes it's overwhelming. Like I can't just bring myself to clean the entire house all at once. I don't do anything, right? So this is great because we can take it in small baby steps and little pieces and chunks. Maybe it's the pots or maybe it's the pans. It's just like the cleaning materials or the soap. And then gradually we can keep adding to it until we have our whole arsenal. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, small steps, even if you start with one thing, it really does make a difference. This, you know, again, like I did this in an anxiety ridden state and it wasn't healthy for me. And I think we're my family at that time. Um, So looking back, you know, what I just teach is whatever works for you. If it's one thing, that's great. Maybe in, you know, next month, it'll be something else. Maybe next year. But, you know, there's, yeah, it all doesn't have to be done together. Um, And I do believe every step you take is, helps us become a little bit healthier. Um, So my green cleaning arsenal, and again, I will send this out um, to everyone. So lemons are really great. Lemons are great for cutting boards. So if you're, I put lemon in my water on most days and I'll have the, you know, the peel left. So then I'll just rub it down my rubbing bo- um, cutting board. You can also clean out your sink. It'll disinfect. You can also put it down your garbage disposal with some ice, which the ice will sharpen your blades and the lemon will help disinfect it and freshen it. You can also clean your dishwasher with a lemon. So if you want to run it with half a lemon and a little bit of white vinegar in the rinse, um, it'll help clean out your dishwasher. I know most people don't clean out dishwashers, but if you ever notice like, oh, wow, why does this smell? It's because your dishwasher needs to be cleaned out. Um, So lemons are great. Lemons are great for that. Um, And of course, in water, add a lot of vitamin C, which is, is good as well. So lemons, white vinegar. So with vinegar, it's a one-to-one ratio. So I have these um, in my bathrooms and kitchen. So it's half vinegar, half water. And this is used for the floor, for kitchen counters. Um, This is my kind of go-to cleaner. Um, And it does kill germs. This is not strong enough to kill COVID. Um, But it does kill other viruses and germs depending on their makeup. What um, I also use this for windows. And the other thing for windows is, I don't have it out right now, um, but uh, vodka and water. So you got to get the cheapest vodka you can find that you won't want to drink. Um, but the alcohol in it, you can also use isopropyl alcohol, but it's, the smell of it is a little bit more toxic. So if you use vodka, um, you use half vodka, half water, and it's great for shining surfaces. If I want to shine my granite countertop or for windows. That's what I use. Wow. Um, it's good for sinks as well. And that also kills germs. Now for, um, while we're talking about killing germs, for my counters, COVID, I, I disinfect um, two ways. And the one is with soap and water. So I use my, my kitchen spray bottle. And I also use this to clean my stove. And remember, this was just the dish soap and water. So I'll spray down my counter and then scrub it. It's the same idea of washing your hands. 
the soap will break down the outer part of the COVID virus. Um, and so that will work. And then peroxide is my go-to disinfectant. So I get these at Costco as well for cost purposes. Um, and I have a, a spray bottle from, you can order just this tops. So peroxide, you don't want to move to uh, something that's clear. In order to stabilize it, you want to keep it in a dark container. But this is how I disinfect. This I use for my bathrooms, toilets, counters, doorknobs. Um, the cell phones I've been um, using uh, Everclear for because I couldn't find any more isopropyl alcohol, but you could just use um, either vodka or alcohol to wipe down that as well. You could do peroxide too. Peroxide, um, you want to let it sit for a couple of minutes in order to fully kill the germs. And peroxide is approved, and it's the main ingredient in the cleaners that have been approved um, for COVID as well, as one mm -hmm. from uh, uh, from the CDC. What was the ratio again? Full strength. Do okay. not do not dilute it. Yep, you want it full strength. So Castile soap, um, it's olive oil based. Again, I, I think I went through this for, for all the uses. Um, and these pump bottles, they do have some plastic ones or some glass ones. And these I just love. We have them in all of our bathrooms and I have it in the kitchen as well. Um, and they're fun. Like people enjoy pumping soap um, as well. So pure essential oils um, was asked by Laura. And there are benefits to some of the oils as well. Oregano kill germs. Um, it's very powerful. Thyme as well. Uh, cinnamon, um, lemon, grapefruit is really uplifting and so is lemon. So if you want to put a little bit of that in, sometimes it's nice to just have a little bit of an uplifting scent. If you want an air deodorizer um, in a fine misting bottle, you could put vodka water and a little bit of essential oil and you could spray that around your house. Um, and it's actually quite lovely to just kind of give the air a little bit of, of fresh. Uh, what's next? Baking soda. So baking soda is a powerhouse of cleaning. I use this to scrub in the shower, in the toilet, um, sinks as well, takes out odors. Um, you, if you have something that you can't get the odor out of, you can soak it in vinegar soak, or soak it in baking soda. If you have clogged drains, um, you put some like half a cup of baking soda down the drain and then pour vinegar in and then wait like five minutes and put some really hot water and it'll clear out the, it'll clear out the clog. Like the, you know, science experiments of baking soda and vinegar making an explosion. It helps clear out the clog um, in the drain. And it helps clear out like the gunk in uh, sinks as well. So um, there is also um, vodka, I said, um, and that's mixed as a one-to-one -one ratio. Um, something else vodka is good for is ticks. If you took vodka and you put it on a tick, um, it actually will help the tick sort of like loosen up, same way as like Dawn detergent is supposed to do as well. So this is washing soda. And some people aren't familiar with washing soda. And really all washing soda is, is stronger baking soda. So it's baking soda that has been baked at a certain temperature for a certain amount of time, and it makes it uh, stronger. Mm. So 
This is used in, um, you could use this for a soft scrub or in laundry detergent as well. And it will also take out odors. So you could also add in a little bit of extra washing soda, like really stinky uh, workout clothes that sometimes don't get fully dry. They wind up forever with that awful smell. Um, so sometimes I'll just wash them with a cup of the, of the washing soda. But that's not your basic laundry detergent. That's just a booster. Yes. So this, um, this, I make my homemade laundry detergent with, but you can put it in as a booster. So another laundry booster is oxygen brightener. And this is Nelly's brand. But there's also other, it's like OxyClean is basically what it is. And this is actually um, peroxide. So it's peroxide that has been um, baked and it's a powder. So I also put this in laundry sometimes like a teaspoon um, or so into the, into the main uh, compartment. And this helps whiten as, as peroxide does. Peroxide helps take out, take out stains as well. Um, Olive oil can be used for uh, cleaning stainless steel. Um, some stainless steel cleaners are really toxic, um, but olive oil can be used, and you just have to wipe it in the way of the grain. And you can also use it on leather furniture as well. Um, the other thing that's suggested for stainless steel is straight vinegar, but you just want to like make sure you get it off well. Um, so actually, my refrigerator prefers olive oil, and my dishwasher prefers stainless um, vinegar in order to get all the fingerprints and oils and stuff out. So it may just depend on what you have if you have stainless steel appliances, um, which I really despise at this point because of how much cleaning they need. So peroxide I keep at my kitchen sink as well. And then I'll spray it down every night to, di to disinfect and I'll spray it into the garbage disposal as well. Um, I really don't enjoy cleaning, but I do enjoy making my own cleaners. So it makes it a little bit more fun. Um, Where do you, did you say you ordered the, the spray part for it on Amazon? Amazon, yeah. Amazon is a bottle, I recognize it. I'm sorry? That's the Costco peroxide bottle because I recognize it. It is. And these come in a pack of two, and I think they're like $4. They're very, very inexpensive. Does anyone have any questions? Denise? Um, so you mentioned about um, stainless steel and mm -hmm. cast iron. What about like ceramic, uh, like coated baking because uh, I'm trying to get away from like aluminum and aluminum foil. So is ceramic coating you think okay? Yes, ceramic coating is okay. Um, I have like a Dutch oven that's ceramic coated. You, it's just not okay if you get a nick in it and it's, and it's broken. But as long as it's, you, you know, if you just take care of it, absolutely ceramic is great. But we also, you can also get stainless steel um, baking pans for, for cooking. And I also use silicone for, um, let me see what I have here. So for like muffins and cupcakes, so we use these, they're little silicone. So some of the homemade recipes that I have are dishwasher detergent, both a liquid and a powder. The dishwashing detergent is um, citric acid. 
if anyone is up for the challenge of making your own uh, dishwasher detergent, citric acid, you can get this bag um, from Costco. Um, and it is approved for organic foods, so it is safe. It's basically um, citrus peels that are um, processed. So citric acid with washing soda and salt can be used for um, dishwashing detergent. And what the citric acid does is it helps eliminate the um, watermarks and things in the, in the washer. And the salt and the washing soda both um, help clean. So I will definitely send that recipe out. And I have, um, so I you know, make a batch and then I keep it underneath my sink and then I have it, um, I just leave a scoop. And the brand that I really like for dishwashing detergent as well is Ecover brand. Seventh generation has an unscented powder um, as well. That's pretty good. That's so, what I use. Yeah. <laughs> so the issue with Cascade is Cascade has bleach in it, and you could smell it as well. When the and again, our, sometimes we associate that with clean, um, but it's not clean, and it actually leaves a residue on your plates and dishes and then you're drinking. Um, so it is better to go with a natural um, dishwasher detergent. Um, and the seventh generation brand is reasonably priced for sure. I have a question. How is it with your family? Was there an adjustment period for them to embrace these non-toxic products that you were making? Or did they not have a choice because you were gonna do it anyway? Yes, so when I started, um, my husband would basically laugh at me. Um, and my, my, son's, he, my son started calling me a hippie. He's like, Mom, you're being such a hippie. And I'm like, okay. Like, so he's uh, 13 now. Um, and, but he sort of, you know, he sort of come around. So we made these changes when he was young with food. And he did not get on the bandwagon so fast. Um, my, with food, my daughter was raised because she was four, you know, four months old. So she was raised on like healthy food. Like someone gave her a piece of pizza and a hot dog. And she was like, this is disgusting. Like I want my healthy vegetables and lentils and rice. Um, she's not like that anymore, but she was for a while. Um, and my husband was just like, whatever will keep you alive. I'm okay with. And yeah. but he did have a meltdown. I mean, it was like, probably like, we went, we, went, we went vegetarian for like a year. And one day my husband like came home and he was, you know, I just went food shopping and he's like, I need meat. Like he just had a mini, a mini meltdown. And I'm like, well, it would have been helpful if you could have just said that to me instead of, you know, keeping it all in and exploding on me. Um, we've definitely navigated through a little bit of opposition. Um, but I mean, I'm, what I like about cleaning naturally is I have no issue giving my kids cleaners. You know, it's not like vacate the bathroom, I need to bleach it down. It's here you go, you can use this, this product and I know it's safe for you. So it actually helps them get engaged, which has really, really been great. And you know, some of the families I've worked with, they've, they're like some of my favorite pictures to get is like, it's cleaning you know, like happily with their, cause it's like a new toy almost in a way, like new spray bottles and new like brushes and, um, and they're like, yep, no more guilt. They don't have to clear out of the bathroom anymore. My motto typically is if there's interest and demand, we can definitely make it happen. So I thank you all for being here tonight. 
I will share Katerina's website and contact information and the list of resources, probably with everyone tomorrow. You can also find them in the show notes and recording of this website below. Give me a little bit of time to collect everything and we'll send it over. Thank you again, Katrina. And thank you everyone for listening to our show. I would like to acknowledge that all of the information on our podcast are from personal experiences and are not a substitute for professional medical advice. You should always contact your medical care team. If you're looking for specific topics or would like to be a guest on our show, please feel free to reach out to me. My email is laura at survivingbreastcancer.org. Until next time, keep on thriving. Thriving.